Welcome back to the DMC podcast, season three, episode eight. And today we're going to be talking about respect. Now, this all came about because this week is Neurodivergence Awareness Week, specifically Autism Awareness Week. And I've had a lot of training modules at work about respecting the differences between those and between everybody, basically. And it got me thinking about, you know, respect not only in the workplace, as was my training course about, but also self-respect in your personal life, in your romantic life and with friends and family and all those sorts of things. So I thought it'd be a great one to talk about given the uh, climate of the current week. But before we do get into that, Manny, how are you doing? How's things with you? It's been a while that you and I haven't chatted. So we, we spent literally an hour and a half right now just catching up before the pod. So it's been really great to do that. But let the people know what's going on in your life right now. Hi, Joseph. Um, I'm really good, thank you. I've started going gym a bit more consistently now. And it's I, I'll be honest, Joseph, I don't, I have a lot of respect for the gym, but I really don't like going. I just you don't, don't like going. What don't you like I, about it? I just, I don't know what it is. I'm just more <laughs> of a, I'd rather do sports kind of person rather than mm. engaging like lifting weights and stuff. But I know it's good for me. So I always try my best to go nowadays just to make myself feel, it's that feel good factor. I don't, mm. also since I've been going gym and playing sport, the number of injuries ha- have actually reduced. So I think that's good. It's good that I'm kind of strengthening my body and conditioning it in a sense. So I can spend more time with the people I respect and enjoy having their company around. Because there's been times where I've not been fully fit. So I haven't been able to turn up to certain things, which hasn't been too good in that sense. But for the most part, I've been, I've been great. St- still, I feel like for the next few weeks, I'm going to be saying the same thing. Training 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 is what oh, man. It is at the moment um it is really enjoyable though you you get to i like that i get to find out more about the the company the workplace things that we do and you learn about mm-hmm. like certain different areas so different teams are teaching you different uh things so it's quite nice to have a conversation with people in a different team every on a weekly basis just so you have a broader understanding of the horizons that might be um an opportunity for myself to be a part of and just uh, having a wider scope of what's going on um, just in the business in general. So that's been really great. And yeah, can't, can't say anything wrong about it. I've actually really been enjoying it. Just been super busy though. Uh, so that's just been the only drawback. It's just been really busy. Yeah. So getting to spend time with others has been an issue. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's just the, it's the lifestyle. I love it. I, I really enjoy like the hustle and bustle of the city um just you get it's just i don't know i can't i don't lose that novelty factor about it uh, i'm just really happy just going in and stuff um and just go, making my way to work and things like that like i i don't know what it is Joseph. i think really good exercise for everyone if you're not feeling mm. too great just remember a moment or a time where you had like a really good time or like you you just had like a funny joke there's sometimes i'll be waiting on the train and I would just think about like a really stupid joke. And then sometimes I'm just like smiling and laughing and like not like loudly, obviously, because I'm on the train <laughs> with a lot of people. But I'm just smiling and like I'm just covering my face because it's just I think of so many silly things. But it's just nice <laughs> to to like to just yeah bring a smile about, especially when you're That's good. with just random people who can brighten up their day. There's been times where I've spoken to people um on the train and stuff like that just just to ask how they are and just really back up a conversation yeah, yeah i spoke to damn man to be fair to be fair the person i spoke to was running a linear regression model in their excel and i was like sorry <laughs> i've got to stop you right here um 
and I just had to say to them, I might have even mentioned in the last episode, but I, I definitely gone up to him and said, I've seen this. How do you do it? I didn't even know this existed. Please explain wow. it to me. And then we just started talking. He told me a bit about his life. He's a lecturer now. Went to Cass mm-hmm. Business School. And you just get to hear about people's stories, man. And whenever I hear someone else's story, I just it sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. That's nice. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's been really good. You got a little X Excel Excel lecture course on the tube on the way to work. I like yeah, it. Yeah, course, course. I like course. it. <laughs> how about yourself though? You obviously been traveling a bit. That's why we haven't yeah, seen man. you travel in a while. So yeah, how's it, well, how's it, how are your travels? It's been great. It was really good fun just to see see new places. I went to I went to Czech Republic, I went to Sweden, and I went to Denmark. So three big cities in there. So Copenhagen, Prague, and Malmo. And that was really great just to see a different part of the world that I haven't been to before you know I've never been to the Nordic countries in Scandinavia and bro the plate the people are so nice the place is so clean even though it was f- cold as a motherfucker it was it was really nice to to go and just just get out of the country for a bit spend some time relaxing seeing different things going to new places some amazing experiences and yeah it was really great but I am happy to be back now I do as much. I love traveling. I can't do it for too much of a long period of time because I, I do like my home. I like my creature comforts a little bit, but it it still enables me to get out and see the world, which is really good. Um, so yeah, I've had a great time, but back at work, which is which is okay. You know, it could be worse. It could be worse. Um, but yeah, what one thing that has happened while I've been back at work is having all of these talks about respecting the workplace. Uh, and about neurodivergence, which of course you and I have covered, so we won't talk about that as much today, but we will talk about respect in general. So I wanted to start off, Manny, if that's all right with you, by asking, what does respect mean to you? And there's a lot of things that can fall into this, so within the workplace, to yourself, in your personal and romantic lives. What does respect mean to you? Respect for me, Joseph, is having, and I think I think there's a respect is a thing which has certain levels to it. I feel like as your relationships grow stronger with individuals and as you get to know someone better, your respect heightens or reaches a different stage. And I believe that re- respect has a fundamental level in that sense, a baseline that you give everyone, which is the really the golden rule in that sense where you treat others how you wish to be treated you treat people you you be very polite to them you show them a lot of etiquette you don't you don't show them something that yeah you just have that like there's like a fundamental base standardized like level that you show to individuals and for that it's it's across all walks of life you can be in the workplace personal relationship or for yourself and Respectful, like, comes hand in hand with integrity, where you do things that you say what you do, and you don't really. And if you have to, like, for for certain reasons, not able to attend to what you said you were going to do, you you justify that to people and you let them know why that isn't the case prior to something happening. Uh, just because you have that word respect for them, and also it's staying true to your actions. And as you continue to do that, you that by following through on your own actions, that is what respect is. I like that, Manny. I like that. It's like if you if you say you're going to do something, you either do it, or you let them, or you just 
tell somebody why you're not able to do it or you know yeah. even sometimes explain you don't or really justify to. yourself but yeah. just to, just to have that level of respect to somebody where you feel like oh i should probably let them know this i should say if you're say you you say oh I'm, i'll come yeah i'll show i'll turn up i'll be there don't worry about it but then you end up things end up coming up and it means you can't go you have the respect for them to say to just instead of just not showing up at all you have the respect for them to say oh, I can't come, I'm really sorry, this came up, or this is why, I'm not feeling up for it, I'm not quite, I'm not quite in the state to go, or whatever, just something along those lines. Yeah, I like that, I like that. I think for me, respect is just, is about, the first thing it comes down to is listening, really. Being able to listen to other people's and accommodate for their situation, accommodate for what they've got going on in terms of, because at the same time, whilst if you're running late to something or you say you'll go and then you don't end up going it also the other person needs to respect your boundaries enough to say yeah no worries that's absolutely fine like i was talking to one of my friends um the other day and we had a whole little meet up uh, at the end of last year for christmas and he originally said yeah don't worry i'll be there um and then he said and then like the on the day of the activity when we were meant to meet up he said i'm really sorry joseph something's come up i can't make it he had the respect for me to let me know, but I also had the respect for him to say, don't worry about it. I'm sure if you're cancelling this late, there's a very good reason for it. I have I now know why he wasn't able to come, and it's a, it was a very good reason. But at, the, at that moment in time, I wanted to respect his boundaries because he didn't specify what had come up. And I know him well enough that to know okay there's a reason for that it's something quite personal it's something something going on with his life he didn't let me know but i respected his boundaries to not ask i simply said i'm sure there's a great reason don't worry we'll see each other soon and that's where i left it and that was like it could have turned into a negative interaction there if we didn't have that respect like if he just didn't if he just didn't show up i would have felt hard done by but at the same time if he'd messaged me and i didn't have the level of respect for him back and i didn't say that's fine. I'm sure there's a great reason for it. We'll meet up another time. He might have then had some resentment towards me if I'd acted some other way. Said, oh, mate, I can't believe you're abandoning us. I can't. If I'd acted in a negative manner, there could have been a negative interaction there, which could have impacted our relationship. But it didn't. We both had the respect for each other there to have that grown up conversation about not being able to turn up to something. And now I know why. And I complete and I understand completely why he couldn't come that day. And that's absolutely fine. And we, and I didn't even need to necessarily know. He didn't need to tell me. I was just happy thinking, as long as you're all right, as long as you're okay personally, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. And that was because I have respect for him. And I think that's really important, just being able to listen and being able to just take a moment. Because, yeah, initially I was like, oh, what? He's not showing up. I can't believe it. Initially I was a bit hurt because I wanted to see him. But it took me to just take a moment, think about it, think about actually... If he's not coming on the day, on the day that we're meant to go, there's probably a good reason for it. And so I thought, I brought that thought into my mind. And I thought, okay, let's just let him know. Let's just be like, yeah, cool, no worries. And then that enabled it to have a good interaction. So I think it is very important to listen and to just take a moment and just think, okay, how can I be respectful in the situation? Not even to just necessarily actively think that, but also to make that the default is really important as well. And I think in the workplace, that is really extra, even more important because you don't necessarily have that rapport built up with colleagues or built up with 
you know, if you're trying to build a new network, you don't have that report that you've got with mates already. So it's really important to be extra respectful in those situations. Have you have you found that is to, to be true, Manly, in the workplace that you're in, that respect goes a long way? Yeah, I think um, just respect and having the courtesy for people is, it's, I feel like it should be given regardless because it's something that, makes feel people feel a certain way as well in that sense you it feels good and for some people it's second nature so sometimes there are cases that i don't think we take it for granted necessarily but sometimes we just feel like it's normal like i wouldn't feel like i'm showing someone respect for me just be acting as i as i am and sometimes i think there's quite a nuance to it um that's why i said there's certain levels to it in that sense because the way that you act joseph on a day-to-day basis whether it's with myself with a stranger with a friend with a colleague it's it covers respect but it's just acting as you are and that's why i mentioned that there's different levels to it because there are going to be certain levels that respect you have for a friend or a close friend that you might not have for a stranger but it's the nuance is so small because if someone looked at those two conversations or interactions in isolation they wouldn't think any differently about who you are as a person because your thoughtfulness your attentiveness is and your consideration would be at a standard level in that sense like there's like a bar that you uphold yourself and I think that goes in any walk of life and I think especially in the workplace showing people respect whether that is just opening the door for some people or like opening the lift for someone else and making sure that they can get in it's just the small things like that um, I think they can go a long way because it's like you're giving attention to something and I feel like that's very important. I think respect kind of is that point of you give something a little bit more attention. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And when we were um, in, in the meeting to, the other day about uh, when I was in an autism awareness meeting, which is like a lunch and learn thingy in my company, there were things like that the lady who was talking talked about when she's having a difficult time and she's being overstimulated she sometimes can't she's not able to communicate verbally but just because that just because that happens doesn't mean that she's any less intelligent you know i think that the, the thing that she found that which is the most disrespectful thing is that when she's when she has to write down her ideas instead of communicating verbally she gets treated like she's a three-year-old just because she's not able to communicate in a in a typical manner doesn't mean she's any less intelligent than she was five minutes ago. But she gets treated as if that's the case. And I think understanding that and understanding that people got different ways of communicating, that shows a level of respect. And that will also mean that they will the person who you're being respectful towards will appreciate that and will then start to think of you in a good manner. But it's also just the right thing to do at the end of the day. Like it's just being considerate to other people's situations. It's just ultimately the right thing to do is just what a nice a good person would do and also it, it will help that person to feel valued and it will also help the project potentially because her the lady's thoughts and ideas might have been excellent but if you hadn't given her the respect that she deserves in the time of day you might have never heard it you know you might she might have just been ignored or you know not given the credit where it was due so i think that's really important it's just 
giving people the time of day to, and as you said, accommodating for other people's situations and being considerate of that. And I think that that goes a long way and it's definitely appreciated. Like I know um, some friends of mine who really appreciate when I, when sometimes they stutter, sometimes they take, they take a long time coming out with their words. They have difficulty like communicating. And I just, instead of trying to finish their sentences for them or try and to talk in place, I just, simply just wait and I let them get out and I let them get there themselves because I have that respect for them because they're an adult they're a grown person they want to do these things themselves and I just just don't even I just look at them and be like yeah you just just wait and then eventually they're able to communicate get it out and say whatever they want to say and that and then we just carry on from there and I think that's really important and I know that I've had good feedback from that before in terms of my ability to just let people get to where they need to get to and be respectful of their situations and i think that's really important it's something that you mentioned about like giving people time and patience and i think that's what respect is really and i'll be honest there's been times and obviously joseph you know me very well in that sense when i'm in a conversation and it gets really engaging and i get very eager and there's been times where like there have been times where i've like interrupted intentionally because i'm like oh i think this person is thinking this and just because we're in such a discussion that i was like oh let me just say this and then see where that takes the conversation but i think there's something to take note of in terms of in a way a bit disrespectful and something that i've brought to the forefront in my life just recently where i know that when when i'm engaging a lot or i'm very like like uh, not, I don't want to say in the zone, but like in a conversation when there's something that I'm really interested in. Sometimes when you're too eager, too overexcited, I think sometimes in a conversation you might come across as disrespectful. Um, just to talk about ways that uh, you've obviously shown respect and demonstrated it. I think it's equally as important to know that there might be times where you may not feel like you'll be coming across as disrespectful because you're engaging in a conversation or discussion and... Um, in a meaningful way but there might be the actions that you partake in uh, might not show that care or consideration that Joseph has been alluding to earlier that he's uh, obviously mentioned that he's uh, been able to do and partake in whereas with colleagues or with friends can you speak to like certain actions that might seem disrespectful um, or demonstrate disrespect that's just the one that comes to mind yeah yeah well I think as you mentioned talking talking over people is is can be quite you know can show a lack of respect but also when somebody when people are contributing their ideas and stuff like that if someone's not talking loud enough sometimes they might just feel ignored and not heard and you know unfortunately it is the case where a lot of the time extroverts they're usually the ones who get listened to first because they are the first one to speak they speak the loudest and it can feel like the that only their opinion is listened to and so the kind of the thought process sometimes is that if I don't speak first or speak out loud enough, I'm not going to get listened to. And that's quite disrespectful. And that shows a very, and if you don't do that, it shows quite a lack of respect to those around you, your friends, your friends, your colleagues at the workplace. Like there's a couple of situations that come to mind. Say if you're deciding where you want to eat and a couple of your friends are Muslim, for example, and you recommend to go to somewhere which is primarily serves steak, primarily serves pork, for example, or is not halal or something like that. That 
it doesn't show a, a lack of respect, but it shows a lack of consideration, which I guess can come hand in hand. Or like, say, if one of your friends is Hindu and you and you say, oh, let's go to a steakhouse. That's not necessarily disrespectful again, but it can come across as that because you're not being considerate of somebody else's personal circumstances and views and stuff like that. And so then if they try and speak up about it and and say if, say if you're in a group, yeah, and there's 10 of you, eight of you want to go to a steakhouse, but two of you are Hindu or something like that and don't eat beef, then it's, even though eight of you may want to go eat food, two people won't be able to eat the food there or they'll just get a portion of fries or whatever. There's plenty of other places that those eight people can go and have a nice meal which can also accommodate for the other two people as well. So I think just being respectful of, yes, even though it may be more beneficial to you to want to go get a steak or whatever. I'm using the steak analogy a lot here, so sorry about that. It's all of my Hindus out there. But it's about accommodating those situations when, oh, okay, I, I don't mind. I'm happy to get a curry or something like that. I'm happy to go and get, I don't know, some other type of food. We don't have to get that. But it uh, also vegetarian, res- vegetarian. Exactly, exactly. It means you'll be respectful of that person's stance and their personal taste. And that also can come in the workplace. If, say, you're talking about a project and there's somebody who's equal, some, let's use age as a different factor as well. Say, if there's someone who's got way more experience and is of like in an older age group and has been at a company for a lot longer, they will already have respect to their peers because of their age and their experience. But that doesn't mean that somebody who's just joined doesn't have great ideas as well. Somebody who's got a new, fresh perspective on something, a young pair of eyes, a different experience. There can be a disrespect there if you don't listen to their point of view as well. So I think it's just about taking everybody's point of view into play and making decisions based on that and being accommodating towards other people as well. And ultimately, like I said at the start, listening is so important when it comes to that. Um, But... Did you have anything you wanted to add, Manny? It's interesting that you mentioned the scenario about friends and uh, if there is like being considerate in that sense and taking note of people's um, like stances and beliefs and values. Because sometimes we, it's interesting because sometimes we like we have certain beliefs and values that might be contradictory to those that believe in other things. So how do you? So what what is respect in that sense? Like, what's your understanding of respect? Can you respect someone if you have differing uh, beliefs and values? I think yes. And mm. the way that I would see that is in respect would be if you know that someone's beliefs and values prohibits them to going to certain places or they can't attend certain venues, you make adjustments accordingly for that person. Because you're willing, and you kind of mentioned it, you're willing to forego what would benefit or what you'd most like to adhere to someone else's beliefs and values. Because for them, that's something that they show as much importance as you did for the thing that you'd want to do for yourself. How else would you kind of explain that? Well, yeah, I would explain that in just in the way that you want to allow people to just also feel comfortable talking to you about what they would like like my friend and I we went on a holiday together recently and you know there's quite a few things that he doesn't eat but also things that he doesn't eat due to religious reasons but also things that he just doesn't like and so I was like you know let's I'm easy mate I'm easy we'll go somewhere that you want to go because I've got lots of things that I can eat lots of things that I can I can have 
it's more difficult to find something that will suit you. So why don't you choose and we'll go wherever. And and that worked out perfectly fine and that was all good. So it's just for me, it was about because I'm really easy to please and I'm I'm happy to not get my number one choice. But I know that I've got two, three, four, five and six in the bag anyway. Whereas for them, the, they've just they've just got a few, a smaller subset of things that they can have access to. And in a similar way, you know, when it comes to the workplace, there may be some some methods in which some people can communicate more like more directly. Some I was talking to somebody yesterday who's got dyspraxia, which means that he can only really remember things if they're written down. And like so if it's spoken to him, it will go one ear in one ear and out the other. And that's and that's something that can be quite difficult to accommodate for. But there was a level of respect that the company had for him and his colleagues and his peers had for him to think, okay, let's let's not only just talk about this, let's write it down and let's take the time to make sure that this guy also is able to contribute and able to do his job, which I thought was very important as well. Um, but one thing I did want to ask you, Manny, is how does self-respect come into play? Do you you talked about the levels earlier? One thing I did want to ask and go back to was how does is self-respect the highest level? Do you have to have the most self do you have to start with the highest level of self-respect and then build the other ones up, or can it be interchangeable? I think self-respect I think the value of self-respect is at its highest, but I don't think you need to actually no. You will need to have a certain level of self-respect to give respect to others. I think the value of self-respect, like I mentioned, is at the top. But I'm just trying to think, would you need self-respect to show respect to others? You might not. I'm, is there a scenario where you don't respect yourself, but you respect others? I think there are there are scenarios that, or you might there might be individuals there that might not respect themselves, but they have the common courtesy to show that to the public. So I'm not sure if you need self-respect to be giving it out. However, I think to get to those different stages, self-respect is a key component because if you don't really respect yourself, you're, you'll find many things hard, whether it's in your personal life, relationships with yourself or in the workplace. If you don't have a level of self-respect, which means that you don't have certain boundaries or you don't have certain, like, things that you care about and you're willing to partake in in that sense you kind of find it very hard to relate to others i feel like that would be the case you wouldn't be able to relate to others as much and people might be able to treat you a certain way so by you not having enough self-respect you in turn lose the respect given to others because you see that people are treating you a certain way so i feel like if you don't respect yourself you i've kind of answered your question the longest way possible really joseph <laughs> if you don't have respect for yourself then it's going to be very hard to receive respect you might be able to give it out but you'll yeah. you'll never truly receive it let i feel like there are some respect non-negotiables that yeah, you give yeah. to people like maybe opening a door for someone like i don't need to respect myself to open a door for someone else i don't yeah, think that's that's, that's a prerequisite i don't need to let someone uh into a lift or let someone um, go into a lift and I uh, go out or let someone take the seat on the tube or train and I stand up. I don't need to respect myself to uh, do these actions and partake in these actions, but I feel like those next stages kind of get uh, hindered if you don't have a level of self-respect. What do you think about that? 
Um, well, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, I agree. I think that you can have self-respect for others. Like, I can't really speak on this personally because I do have quite a level of self-respect. We'll be like, well, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to. And that's something I, or that's something that I hold myself to. That's a standard I hold myself to. And it's about self-respect, I guess, is staying true to your laurels and staying true to what your values are while not compromising that for other people. If somebody doesn't like what comes to mind when you say somebody doesn't have a lot of self-respect is that they're willing to just go along with things and let other people take advantage of them. I feel like the what you well, the phrase is like people take advantage of you if you don't have very much self-respect because they know that they can just get you to do something, get you to roll over or something like that. And I do think you can have respect for others without having respect for yourself because you might have very low self-esteem you might have you know you just might have anxiety you might have some sort of you know mental well-being challenges going on at that point in time but I feel like it's hard to for people to respect you if you don't respect yourself either because they will they will see the way you treat yourself and they might try and help you change it of course but at that point it'll be hard for them to to see what you know how to treat you in the way that you wish to be treated because you don't think you should be treated that way either you know you don't have the the love for yourself or the respect for yourself to think or oh, i want to be treated this kind of way if people don't see that then of course they won't treat you the way that you want to because you don't believe it yourself but at the same time as you said people who may be experiencing these problems and these anxiety issues and these self-image issues they would still have a lot of respect for others you know as you said it's not hard to hold a door for somebody it's not hard to be accommodating for somebody's circumstances if that's what they want but if they don't able to communicate it because they don't think they deserve it because of a lack of self-respect because of a self-image problem or a self-love problem then it'll be hard to obtain that from others as well it is quite difficult and is there anything that you would say Manny to help those who may be struggling to have self to have a positive self-image and to have a a good level of self-respect is anything you say that people can employ or is it something that you just need to figure out something that i think i've heard in a book and to do to be honest it's kind of to do discipline in that sense is that every action you partake in is a vote towards the towards that person so every so for example if i went gym today it'd be a vote towards being someone who is a is a gym person and it, i'm just giving a random name to that but in that sense it's you're giving yourself the chance to act as if i think that's the key word there act as if i'm a gym person what does that mean i will go to the gym today that is a vote towards acting as if i am a gym person and doing that that will exercise and thinking about the actions you partake in so Today, I was actually late for the podcast today, guys. I was late today, and I do apologize, Joseph, for that. And I don't think I actually have apologized for that. So I'm letting you know now on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, about thank that. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. But that was me not acting as if I'm a podcast person because I didn't show respect to my co host in that sense. And I think if you think of those actions that you partake in every day, whether it's something small as like, opening the door for someone, being on time, um, allowing someone to give their point of view, letting people talk. You're acting as if you're someone who shows respect to others 
And every time you do that, you're giving a vote to that person until there'll be a point where you're not acting as if that you're acting as yourself. And I think that's the best way to tackle self-image because sometimes we have an image of who we want to be and who we are and there's quite a disparity between that. But if you can participate in that exercise of act as if you're that future image of that person or the image that you have that you that you think yourself should be, then you'll slowly move in that direction and you won't need to act as if because it will become who you are. Yeah, that's great, Manny. I really like that. I really like that. I think, I don't know if there's even anything I can add to that because, yeah, that's, that is good advice. That is very good advice. Well, I think we are coming towards the end of end of the episode now and I think there there's a lot of crossover between self-love and self-respect and we have talked a lot about self-love but I think there are some some slight differences and self-respect is more to do with staying true to your values and staying true to what you what would be what works for you and I think that's not necessarily covered in self-love but they do definitely come hand in hand having having one helps you to have the other but also a way of improving the respect that you have for yourself it's just i'd help the first thing you could do is just identify what your values are what means something to you what what you what works for you say if you need to have certain things that need to be accommodated in the workplace because i i know that some people they may have um as i said difficulty communicating verbally or they may have dyspraxia so they need things to be written down if you can identify that you need these things and there's a level of self-respect that you have for yourself that I need these things to be able to just do my job properly or exist properly and exist comfortably. Once you've identified that, you can then start to think, this is my non-negotiable. I want these things to happen with my friends, with my colleagues. And then once you maybe not voice this, but once you make it clear, other people will then start to have that respect for you and they'll respect your boundaries and they'll respect your situation as well. And I think also understanding people's boundaries is a great way of showing respect too. So understanding when somebody isn't happy to talk about something, like I understood my friend's boundaries when he didn't want to explain to me what was happening at home or in his personal life, and I respected that. And I was like, you know what, don't worry about it, we'll meet up another time. And I respected his boundaries there. And he also kind of indirectly let me know these boundaries by not specifying what was going on. So he had that respect for himself and his privacy and his family by not just telling everybody what's going on in his personal life or letting somebody know, and he kept it private. And that's because he knew that that's what he wanted to do, and he had that level of self-respect, which had the influence for me to respect that as well. And I think once you can identify these things, then it becomes a whole lot easier to have self-respect and also obtain the respect of others. I think that's really important, and those two do come hand in hand. Yeah, Joseph, definitely. I think that's a really great way to end off the episode. And just wanted to say thank you to everyone for been listening to the episodes. There's been a new feature introduced into Spotify, which has given us an opportunity to add polls and questions onto the podcast episode so you're, you're able to engage. And we appreciate everyone who participated in the poll in the Basset episode about the five love languages and the one that was the most important to them. And I believe quality time was the one that actually was victorious in that poll. 
we will add a new poll into the, today's episode that you'll see in the in Spotify when, when listening to the episode. And for today's question, it will it is going to be, what does respect mean to you? We'd love to hear your answers uh, from everyone listening. Really appreciate that. So if you haven't done so already, give us a follow on Spotify. That keeps you notified when we upload an episode on the podcast. And if, also, if you just give us a follow on Instagram, you'll be able to know then whenever we post, because you know when we're up and going with the live episode so hope you guys enjoyed hope you have an awesome day and i appreciate you thank you so much for listening this is dmc podcast signing off